the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, we are continuing the conversation about strong mind, strong life, how to keep a clear head, how to keep a clear mind in a crazy world. And we all need that, don't we? We need to renew our minds. I have my wonderful mother here with us today, Sherry Godby. Welcome back. Thank you. And I'm glad to be here. You know, God wants to help you to overcome temptation. And he helped a woman. Her name was Sabina. And he really, this, I I mean, wow, her, you know, her temptation was so real. I love the verse in in 2 Corinthians 2.14. I am the victor. Thanks be to God who always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savior of his knowledge in every place. And that's what he did for this woman named Sabina. She was the wife of Richard Wormbrand. And this couple together, they wrote and published the first uh, Voice of the Martyr magazine. Yes, in 1967. And that, that I, I still get that magazine. Mm-hmm. Our, our church gets too. it. And, you know, it's been around the world and it has helped the persecuted church and the suffering Christians around the world, this magazine, for, for many years. Uh, but they, so they, they wrote and published the first issue, but that was because they had been through and filled with many, many sufferings. They had been imprisoned, both of them. Off and on. Off and on. They were from Romania and they they had a son. And in, in all of this imprisonment, they were a, a little disillusioned about the truth on things. Right. They were told many lies from mm-hmm. the government. The communist party were lying to them. Mm-hmm. But so in, in all of the suffering that they faced, but she was released and he was not. And in that time, another man came into the picture and he was kind to them and he was kind to her son and he wanted to help them. And she began to kind of fall in love with him, right? Yes. And she was being told that her husband was dead and she didn't know if that was the truth or not, but she was told that over and over by different sources. And so Right. She was struggling. Can I go on with my life or what do I do? And she was only 42 when this happened. Yeah. That's pretty young. She didn't know if she was still married or not. Right. And the pastor came to visit one night and the pastor said to her, don't have an affair. Your husband's alive, basically. And I don't know how he knew that. Do you? Right. He didn't. He didn't know it in the natural, but by the spirit, he felt like, you know, that she should not go with this man. So he had a word for her. But that was the greatest temptation. She really yes. wanted to go with this man because it was right there. But she chose not to. And she resisted mm-hmm. 
temptation. And that is our action word for today is to resist temptation. And so she resisted this temptation and found out soon after that her husband was alive. Yes. <laughs> and then he was he was released then from prison and together their family was reunited. She was so grateful that she hadn't made that mistake. Right. That that could have destroyed her husband's life to you oh. know, if if he had later been released and found out that she had remarried and he would have been devastated. Right. And then together they went on to minister to so many suffering Christians and yes. those imprisoned. And, and even to this day, people are touched through that magazine. If you don't have it, it's called Voice of the Martyrs. You might want to get a copy. But anyway, that was Sabina's story. And her action plan was to resist the devil by simply, you know, learning to say, I resist the devil from my mind in Jesus name. Uh, do you have some other ways, mom, that we would could resist the devil in a time of temptation? Yes. Well, another way that I resist the temptation of the devil is to remember who I am in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to remember who we are because we have a tendency to forget for some reason. Mm -hmm. But we are victorious. We are we I can remember that I am the victor. Right. And that's based on God's word. Now, thanks be to God, which always causes us to triumph in yes. Christ. Yes. So we are the we are victorious. And then we're the head and not the tail. Sometimes we don't feel Ephesians that. Ephesians 2, 6, yes. <laughs> and I am seated with Christ in heavenly realms. Child that's of a, the king. That's a place of authority. And we have to remember that. And then I have to remember that I am a child of the king. I am in Christ and yoked with him. Therefore, I am divinely protected. Yeah, we're divinely protected, but it doesn't mean we're not going to have temptation, right? Right. That's what's mm -hmm. hard. You know, you think you're inoculated, yes. but no, the enemy is sneaky yes. and he will. But we still... have tools, mm -hmm. you know, we can resist mm -hmm. and, can and resist. you know, the, the promise is if we resist, he will flee. The devil will flee. That's right. And James four, seven. Yes, he will flee. I love it. So y y what about this song? Victory is mine. Well, I was playing the piano for the Salvation Army Corps in Kentucky and one of the Sunday school teachers called me and she said she was going through this time of temptation and it was very real. I mean, and, and, but she remembered in the midst of this temptation, this little song that says it's victory is mine. And, uh, I did not know it, but she wanted me to play it that day on the piano. And I said, well, I don't know it, but I'll see if I can find it. So before the service started, I found it and was able to pick it out. And it's, it's, it's uh, found on YouTube, sung by Dorothy Norwood, Victory is Mine. And some of the words are, Victory is mine, victory is mine, victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind, victory today is mine. And then it goes on to say, healing is mine. And mm. then it goes on to say, joy is mine. Joy is mine. But it's such a catchy little song. And so when, when uh, she released her Sunday school class to come into the chapel service, I was playing that. And that just, that made them all so happy because she had told them the details of her story of what was going on in her life. And so that just, I know it just made everybody feel so happy and it's victory is mine. And that is, is the truth. And it is exciting when you've resisted the devil and overcome. How do we keep a clear mind in a crazy world in times of anxiety and fear? That's another one. I, anxiety and fear, that's to me seems like a mountain boulder that everyone in our society right now is pushing away. I mean, yes. who isn't faced with some form of anxiety or fear, but we can, what can we do based on scripture? We can choose to trust the Lord instead of being afraid. We can choose that. We, we can choose to trust instead of being afraid. So the action word is trust. Trust. It says in Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord 
with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight that is a wonderful verse that's a great verse of the day that you could memorize so trust is really the opposite of fear and it's it's 213 times that the bible says fear not fear not that's a lot but you know sometimes somebody can't just look at you and say don't be afraid because <laughs> that doesn't work. It doesn't work. You're still afraid. <laughs> but we, the Bible tells us why we don't have to be afraid. Mm-hmm. And this is the, the Brian study Bible says it this way in Isaiah 41, 10. Do not fear for I am with you. Do not be afraid for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will surely help you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. So that's why we don't have to be so afraid. You know, it's so personal and so protective. God loves you. God wants to just watch over you and care for you. He doesn't want us to be anxious or afraid. But, you know, you wanted to tell us a a story from your own life about you and your brother or your younger brother. Do you want to share that today? Yes. And I just wanted to say that, you know, I'm thankful that the Lord has taught me about his word because his word has, 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 has saved me. I tell you, it has saved me from being so anxious and fearful and 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 has helped me to live victoriously. And, but, and you know, one other thing I want to say is, if you are facing this, you need to go back in your life and try to figure out where the root cause came from so that you can cover it in prayer and ask God mm-hmm. to heal it. Right. Is that part of what you did? You had to yes. go back and say, where did this yes. start? Right. And then I had to choose to trust the Lord, no matter what, come rain or come shine, you know, I'm trusting the Lord. But there was a, there was a time when when I was young, and, and I think this this might have been part of the beginning of me being so anxious and fearful. <laughs> yes. You know, there's the root cause. Okay, well, my younger brother and I are, are less than a year apart, and out of five children, we were we looked like twins. We were not twins, Aww. but we <laughs> looked like twins because he's a boy, and so he was a little bit bigger, and I'm a girl, and I was a little bit smaller. Plus, I'm the run of the family. <laughs> You're not the runt of the family. Well, I'm the shortest. I'm the, <laughs> You're I'm the child smallest. of the king. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the smallest. <laughs> so I was I was a girl and I was smaller. And we were, so we were about the same size and we're both white-headed. When I say white, I don't mean blonde. We were platinum, platinum blonde, white-headed. And so people thought that we were twins. Well, that was just kind of a little side story there. But what I wanted to tell you is that there was a time when it, I would say it was about on a daily basis that we, during the school year, for one year, we were locked in a room. Mm. And uh, I don't think it was for eight hours a day, but several hours a day. And and to not be told how long we were going to be in there and when somebody was coming back and, and for everybody to just be gone from the house. And you were three-ish? Yeah. Well, I was, uh, I think at the end of that time, I might have been three, but I was younger than that, maybe two and he was, I would say, and I'm guessing, I've tried to put all this together in my head. I think, I think it was the two and three, and maybe age two and three. I don't think I was much older than three. Shocking, really. Yeah, really. And the foster care system was not around at that time. And if it had been, and if people had reported it, which they probably would not have, we would have been taken away. But anyway, um, what what happened, I'll tell you the circumstance, was that, uh, Mom and Dad lived on a, a 40 acre, well, actually, it was 80 acre farm at that time, and they could barely make ends meet financially. And so he started, Mom would say, nagging, nagging him 
nagging her to go to Cincinnati to work. A lot of people in Kentucky went to the factories in Cincinnati, Ohio, to work at that time because they could find work. And so he just kept on and on and on. She didn't want to leave five children with him and go off to work. Sure. But he convinced her. It made her very stressful. She told me uh, much, much later, she told me that before she had gotten past the church house, church house, which was about maybe a tenth of a mile, no more than two-tenths of a mile, and rounded the corner from the church, she said she stopped the car and vomited. She was so upset about oh, it. Oh, wow. And so during that year, she would come home, I think when she could get a ride mostly, because she didn't always have a ride. And so it may be a few weeks in between visits. And so during the school year, what what Dad did was he built, it looked really like a jail. So if you can imagine a big arched opening to a room that did have windows, which that was great that it had windows. But it was, if you can picture in your mind, a little shelf and then an arch and then another little shelf. He built, uh, it was actually wooden bars like like a cell, you know, a prison cell. And I don't know if, I don't remember if the the door had, it was two doors or one, if it opened in the middle. I don't remember that part. I have just a few memories of this room. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 